Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ready for some fantasy hockey streaming advice, it's time for the most styling, profiling, wheeling and dealing, jet flying, limousine riding podcast in all the land. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed fantasy hockey streaming champion of the world. It's the stream Gentlemen, welcome back once again to the greatest fantasy hockey podcast that focuses on streaming players for the upcoming week. It's the Stream Scheme. We won't be talking about your superstars like your John Carlson's or your Elias Lindholm's here. No sorry, Bob. Here we get down to the nitty gritty, the dark depths of fantasy hockey that those other podcasts are too scared to touch. Now, the Stream Scheme is presented by the greatest fantasy hockey podcast in the world, Keeping Carlson, and we often refer to the greatest league in the world, the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patron Fantasy League, a.k.a. the Cupful. Hopefully everyone is coming off a win. Not me, but that's besides the point. The big news, of course, is that the stream scheme is now officially being released on Saturdays as opposed to Sundays. Not a bad thing for you guys. It's mostly just a bad thing for myself. Well, one, I'm not fully going to know the results of the previous week because pretty much everyone will have at least one and sometimes two more games to go. So we will have to be a little nicer to guys, which I'm sure some people will like to hear anyway. Uh, But the main difference is that it will be incredibly tougher for yours truly to make successful streaming picks. Uh, We won't have that precious last data point of the Saturday stats and the Saturday lines, etc. But hey, if it's what the people want, it's what the people shall get. But hey, I'm doing you guys a favor by sacrificing my name and reputation on the line just so you guys can get some of those sneaky next week ads in early. But hey, we're fair at the stream scheme. Tough but fair. And this is where you guys have got to do your part of the deal here or else I'm going back to Sundays. Brian and Elon are stat guys. They're not gut guys like you and me. You know, they only care about the numbies. So help me out. However you guys consume the stream scheme, if you listen to Spotify or Stitcher or YouTube or whatever, do me a favor. Go to your iTunes and search for Keeping Carlson. And this was my fault because I never actually told you guys that I was making the switch over to the Keeping Carlson feed this season. So uh, my bad here. But anyway, search for Keeping Carlson on iTunes. Click follow show. And then if you could be so kind, turn on automatic download all new episodes in the settings for Keeping Carlson on iTunes as well. If you guys can do that, We can get the stream scheme to number one in Canada this week, which shouldn't be that hard. You know, why do Canadians care about fantasy football so much? We got to show them that hockey is number one. A lot of people are even saying that if you don't subscribe to Keeping Carlson on iTunes, then you're not a true Canadian. I don't know if that's true or not. That's just the word on the street. But yeah, if you guys can do that, then I got something super special 
planned for you guys. And so you guys know I'm not someone who comes on here and likes to give this spiel every single week. So if you guys could do that so I don't have to go back to the Sunday shows or even worse, go back to the minors. I am on a two-way contract after all. It would be very much appreciated. Do it on your parents' phones too. We got to get the stream scheme to number one. So yeah, just you know, follow Keeping Carlson on iTunes and turn on those downloads. So enough of that self-promotion. Ugh, I feel dirty now. But before we can get to the picks, first we have to see how our picks did last week because we are all about accountability here on the stream scheme. Max Domi and Jonathan Taves each played two games so far this week and haven't done much with it yet. Just one assist between the two of them so far this week. But Chicago does play twice more this week on Saturday and Sunday. So, yeah, since they still have half of their weekly games yet to be played, we can't officially call these guys a win or a loss. But it's certainly trending towards a loss for both Domi and Taves this week, which I think is the second time this year already that Chicago's burned us. And I do think it's coming back to me now. I think I was like, we might just have to avoid Chicago completely this year. I guess I didn't remember until just now. But yeah, the Blackhawks might just be that bad. It doesn't matter if the guys are getting primo deploymento or what. Uh, this past week, we didn't really have much of a choice, though. To be honest, the process was correct, but hopefully next time Chicago has a good schedule, uh, there will be more teams to choose from. But for now, Chicago only plays three times next week with just one light day in there. So I'd say you can safely drop both Max Domi and Jonathan Taves. Ivan Barbashev had a great week for us and already got himself a win through just three games so far this week. He had three points in three games with a game still in hand on Saturday. Barbashev did this despite seeing his minutes reduced to around 13 minutes of ice time a night. He's also off the top power play, which was the only reason that we picked him in the first place. So we did probably get a little lucky here on Barbashev this week. But hey, they don't ask how, they just ask how many. So thanks for the points but you can certainly drop Ivan Barbashev. Philip Deneau and Trevor Moore. The correct answer from the LA Kings this past week was Trevor Moore. He just so happened to have his best week ever, scoring a hat trick and an assist. A bunch of shots in there, obviously. Just tremendous stuff from Trevor Moore. Uh, Victor Arvidsson, who we didn't pick, he was an honorable mention. Uh, He came in second. He had four assists through three games so far, and Philly Deneau came in third. Uh, But, I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing, though. Yeah, Deneau only has one assist through three games so far this week, but he's still averaging three cupful points a game so far, which generally is our threshold for regular forward streamers. So if Deneau scores a point on Saturday or puts up a bunch of perifs, he can turn this loss into a win this week as well. So overall, though, great stuff from our LA streamers this past week. And guess what? Spoiler alert, LA also has one of the best schedules of the week this week as well. So if you were smart enough to pick up Philly Deneau, Trevor Moore, or Victor Arvidsson, congrats. Uh, Hang on to those guys for another week and spend those sweet, sweet ads somewhere else. Colton Pareko had a great start to the week with an assist, three shots, three hits, and one block just on Monday alone, but then got hurt, unfortunately. But hey, I mean, that's a clear win here for Pareko because let's say you only had one stream spot. 
to get six couple points on a Monday and then stream someone else in for another four games that week? Are you kidding me? That's how you dominate your opponent. But yeah, for Pareko, you can drop him if you can't put him in an injured reserve spot. Jason Zucker had a pretty good week so far. One point in two games. He's still a question mark right now for the overall for the week, if, whether he's a win or a loss. But I think he's certainly trending toward a win. Hopefully there will be lots of goals scored in the pen- two Penguins games this weekend. So keep an eye on him for now. And I think you can safely drop Zucker after his game on Sunday. Not a lot of teams have good schedules next week. But I'd still prefer one of our streamers over Jason Zucker, I think. So I think you can safely drop Zucker at this point. But you can keep him on your watch list for sure. Ryan O'Reilly, R-O-R, our shallow league streamer of the week, went from potentially the worst week of all time last week in Kuzmenko to Ryan O'Reilly, who happened to have one of our best weeks of all times for a shallow league streamer. My goodness, and this is why the stream scheme is absolutely required listening for all those hometown leagues with your buddies. Maybe he wasn't there in those super competitive leagues like Tier 1 of the Cup, for sure. But in most shallow leagues, I guarantee you he was probably there. And if Ryan O'Reilly is still there in your league now, I think we got to say it. Your league might be a clown league if Ryan O'Reilly is still available. And right now he's only rostered in just 43% of leagues. So prevent your league from being a clown league and pick up. Not just hold on to, but also pick up Ryan O'Reilly. Carol Vegmelka. Now this one is going to take some explaining. So I get that this pick may have been confusing to some people. As someone pointed out to me on Twitter, they're like, hey, uh, Vegmelka only has one game this week and he's your goalie streamer of the week. Uh, to which I replied, that is right. And this is why I said I don't want goalies in the cupful because most regular starter goalies are usually only going to get two starts in a week. Three, if you're lucky and, you know, their schedule just happens to line up perfectly for you, you know, the stars align and you happen to get three goalie starts in a week. But yeah, most of the time it's just going to be two. So yeah, the goalie streamer of the week might just get one start for us, two if we're lucky. So I'll gladly pick up someone like Vegmelka, who, yeah, only got us one start this past week, but... He did put up a pretty decent game against one of the best teams in the league in Vegas. Plus, now I get to hold on to Vegmelka going forward without having to use an extra ad on a goalie this next week. And I'm going to get his volume starts going forward. So yeah, Vegmelka is still only 35% rostered. I get that people probably weren't rushing to add him last week because Arizona did only play one game. That's fair. But if he's still there in your league, I still feel very optimistic about the about Vegmelka, the milkman. His name throws me off. The milkman. So I would recommend that regardless of what type of league you're in, point, cats, limited ads, whatever the case may be, I think you have to pick up the milkman, Carol Vegmelka. Jared Tenorti, our first ever official defensive ludicrous dreamer of the week, had a pretty good week so far. No points, unfortunately, but he's doing his job nonetheless as he continues to put up the perifs with good shots, hits, and blocks as well. Just great stuff all around for Tenorti, but he still has two games to go, so hopefully this doesn't jinx him. Uh, This is one of the downsides of the stream scheme coming out on Saturday. Now, 
you know, hopefully I don't jinx Tenorti. I promise I'm not trying to. I roster him myself. But, yeah, it's. I think it's certainly trending toward a win for Tenorti, knock on wood. So check out his box score from this last weekend's games before you decide what to do with him going forward. But I say as long as Tenorti is putting up those perifs the way he is, I think I would hang on to him going into next week to save myself an ass. Philip Kurashev, our second ludicrous streamer, had uh, not a bad week, 1.2 games so far this week, so too early to tell if he will be a win or a loss for the week, but I'll probably guess that he doesn't score. You know, <laughs> if I have to jinx Tenorti, I can at least be allowed to anti-jinx Kurashev, and so I think we can all safely assume that Kurashev will do absolutely nothing on both Saturday and Sunday, and this will clearly and easily be a loss for Kurashev, and you can, of course, drop him. What kind of question is that? I mean, I've heard some some good ones in my day, some real knee slappers, but can I drop Kurashev? Absolutely, you can drop Kurashev. He's not going to do anything on Saturday, and especially he's going to do goose egg on Sunday. All right, sheesh. All right, all right, I'm done, but really, yeah, you can. You really can drop Kurashev, though. And lastly, Brandon Saad. I'll take the blame on this one. I pulled a Derek. I should not have pulled a Derek, but hand up. I'm a big boy, and I can admit when I am wrong. I apologize for pulling a Derek and tweeting after Brandon Saad's goal that he was playing great. I didn't say it was a great pick. I just said he was playing great. He's still only 3% rostered and that more people should be picking him up. Now, was that wrong? Yes, it was wrong. I am dumb, very dumb for doing it not even a full week after Derek did it and jinxed Lawson Krause. But... uh, Here's the thing. I am not smart. I was diagnosed at a very young age as having poop for brains. But here's the thing. Brandon Saad still has one game left on Saturday. So as long as Saad can pick up a point in that last game, he would be a win for the week. Or even if he just put up a bunch of shots even. But whatever. As we all know, that will not happen. Uh, I jinxed him. I jinxed him playing his day. This is 100% my fault. So I would like to apologize to everyone once again. But yeah, you can probably drop Brandon Saad either way. So overall, we are trending towards three for five on our regular forward streamers, two for two on our defensive streamers, uh, trending that way, and also trending towards a win on our busy week streamer for the first time, hopefully. Our shallow league streamer bounced back in a huge way, a clear win there. Our goalie streamer hit as well. Some might disagree. I would say shut up and that you're wrong. And we are trending towards 0 for 2 on our ludicrous streamer forwards, uh, which if the trend holds would make us, I think, like 8 for 12 for the week and an easy win for the week. Obviously, some guys that are trending towards wins could become losses and vice versa as well. But either way, I think a dub is in the cards for us this week, which we also came back last week as well. So that makes us now 5-1 and one on the year. But hey, like I said, my picks are about to become a lot tougher without that sweet, sweet, heavy Saturday information. But it's like our dear friend Twitterless Mason always says, when the going gets tough, the tough get a stream in, so let's get to work. But enough pitter-patter. Let's get at her. Let's get to the schedules for the upcoming week starting on Monday, November 21st, 2022. On Monday, we have 20 clubs playing. Four clubs play on Tuesday. 
30 clubs playing on Wednesday with zero clubs playing on Thursday for the American Thanksgiving holiday, 28 clubs playing on Friday, 18 clubs play on Saturday, and lastly, 10 clubs play on the last busy day of the matchup, Sunday, November 27th. So certainly another weird week, as we warned you guys last week, a weird week due to the American holiday. So a tough week for streaming once again, for sure. But I do want to point out real quick that it's not as bad as it looks like right from the jump. Saturday is busy, but it's not that busy at just 18 clubs playing it's like the the least busy day a busy day can be and similarly monday while also busy uh with 20 clubs playing you know you still might be able to fit in a streamer on those days not like uh wednesday and friday which you probably definitely cannot but uh if you're someone like elon you know who swears by rostering goalies and a lot of goalies and a lot of defenders because of weeks just like this uh you know not me i am all forwards all the time baby uh but as we'll talk about, uh, you know, guys that are playing on that Monday and that Saturday this week are very important. The best schedule of the week might actually be a surprise to some people. It's not the super obvious choice this week. It actually takes a little bit of thinking. The best schedule of the week is actually the Vancouver Canucks. That's right. Even though on the surface, the Canucks are just one of six teams that play four times this week with one official light day. They're the only team of the bunch that also plays their last busy day on Saturday, which is a lot less of a busy day than Friday is because there's 28 clubs playing on Friday as opposed to just 18 clubs playing on Saturday. It's like we always say, people, not all busy days are created equal, just like not all light days are created equal as well. So that's very important for someone like myself, who is, like I said, all forwards all the time. So I should still be able to squeeze in a streamer on Saturday, but I definitely won't be able to on Friday this week. So yeah, I love the Canucks schedule. Some other teams with good schedules this week are the LA Kings again. So like we mentioned when reviewing our Kings picks from this past week, I would absolutely not only just hang on to them, but I would also pick up Kings this week as well. As they play three times and they're the only team that plays two truly light days this week. And we've also got the Anaheim Ducks, the Arizona Coyotes, the San Jose Sharks, and the Winnipeg Jets as the other teams that have half-decent schedules this week as they play, bleh, they play four games with one light day in there. The worst schedule of the week is a three-way tie between the Detroit Red Wings, the Florida Panthers, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Each of those teams play two times this week, both on busy days. But like I said last week, not a bad time to have a bad week, honestly. So I mean, someone like Brandon Hagel on the Lightning, I'd probably still hang on to him, you know, maybe. Or maybe someone uh, like Bertuzzi came back from the IR. You aren't loving him yet. I would still hang on to those guys through this week because tons of teams have bad schedules, not just them. Some other teams with a bad schedule this week are pretty much everyone else. Uh, same kind of thing as last week, although it's even worse this week as there's four 
busy days this week instead of just the usual three. So we're going to have to get a little creative this week. So for this week, don't necessarily drop those fringe players on teams with bad schedules right away. Do your research and decide for yourself if you want to drop those guys and get ready to pick up some streamers in their place. And you guys know I'm always down to give you guys advice on ads, drops, trades, whatever the case may be. Always feel free to hit me up on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme, and I'm usually pretty quick with a response for you over there. And we'll be right back with our picks after this quick break. Hang around. So without further ado, let's get to the picks of the week. My top forward pick of the week is Adam Henrique of the Anaheim Ducks. This should not come as a surprise to most loyal listeners of the show. Adam Henrique, while not on the same level as someone like Raquel or Eller in terms of friendship, but if those guys are like tier one friendship, Adam Henrique is like a tier two friendship. You know, if we had to tier all players based on friendship alone. (laughs) Maybe I'll do that one day. That'd be fun. But yeah, Adam Henrique. How in the world is Adam Henrique almost a ludicrous streamer? And just a day ago, Adam Henrique was, in fact, a ludicrous streamer, but now he's up to all the way to 3% rostered. Still way too low. We got to give our good pal Henrique a little stream scheme bump here. Henrique has seven points in his last seven games. He's getting great minutes as Henrique is getting that primo deploymento down there on that top line and top power play in Anaheim alongside the cover boy himself. Trevor Zegers and Anaheim has one of the best schedules of the week. They play four times with one light day, but they do play on Monday that you might be able to squeeze him in there as well. And I would even try to find a spot for him on those heavy busy days. If you could, if he's still there in your league in any type of league, then pick up our tier two friend in Adam Henrique. My second forward streamer pick this week is Ilya Mikhaev of the Vancouver Canucks. Now, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was actually hoping Kuzmenko could actually fall down low enough so that I could pick him as a regular forward streamer this week because I really like his bounce back potential, but he is barely outside of regular streamer range at 26% rostered, and Lord knows I'm not picking Kuzmenko as a shallow league streamer again, but yeah, just a quick honorable mention here to Kuzmenko, but Mikheyev is the official pick. You guys know I think Vancouver has the best schedule of the week. They play four times with one light day in there, but Saturday is barely busy, so hopefully he can fit into your lineup that day as well. Mikheyev is still skating with Elias Pettersson on their second line, so hopefully he can sneak into a few points for us this week. Ilya Mikheyev is only rostered in just 8% of leagues, so pick up Ilya Mikheyev this week. My third forward streamer pick this week is Shane Pinto of the Ottawa Senators. Pinto was the talk of the time not too long ago, but he certainly cooled off. But he is still in a pretty good spot in Ottawa. At least before his game on Saturday, Pinto was skating alongside Batherson on even strength. And he's on the second power play unit, which actually isn't too shabby. <laughs> skating alongside guys like Drew there as well. And the main thing is just that I love Ottawa's schedule this week. The Senators play four times 
with one light day, but hopefully you can fit them into your Monday lineup as well. And the Ottawa Senators play the Sharks, the Golden Knights, the Ducks, and the Kings. So, yeah, Vegas might be tough, but I expect Ottawa to be able to score some points on those other three teams, hopefully. And hopefully Pinto can get in on some of that scoring this week. He's only rostered right now in just 17% of leagues, eh, which actually sounds about right. But if he's there, then pick up Shane Pinto. And hopefully I'm saying Shane Pinto, right? I didn't bother looking that up. Shane Pinto? I don't know. But anywho, my fourth forward streamer pick this week is Cool Perfetti of the Winnipeg Jets. And yeah, we may be mean to some guys and cut them out of our lives whenever they don't perform for us. But on the same token, guys who come through for us, I'll ride them until the wheels fall off. And Perfetti came through for the stream scheme earlier this year. So we're going with him again this week. Perfetti has no points in his last three games heading into his game on Saturday the 19th. But I actually hope he doesn't score on Saturday either. I want Perfetti to be as due as possible heading into this week. And it certainly doesn't hurt that Perfetti is a triple threat as he is a center, left wing, and right wing eligible on Yahoo. Plus the Winnipeg Jets have one of the best schedules of the week playing four times with one light day. But hopefully with that triple threat eligibility, you can fit him in on those busy days as well. He's only rostered right now in just 13% of leagues, but fear not of any cold streak. We like our coals cold here on the stream scheme. So pick up Cole Perfetti. My fifth forward streamer pick this week is Barclay Goodrow of the New York Rangers. Now, I know what you're thinking. Dave, WTF, mate. The Rangers only play three times this week with just one light day. How is Barclay Goodrow a regular forward streamer pick this week? Well, that's where you're wrong, my friend. Uh, The Rangers do play on Saturday, which as mentioned, you should be able to fit in a streamer, even though Saturday is technically a busy day at 18 clubs playing but yeah I'm ready to be hurt by a Ranger streamer once again as New York has like once again spun the wheel uh this time it landed on Goodrow for who gets to play next to Panarin and Trocek at even strength so yeah that's about it good deployment and good schedule for Goodrow now obviously I said you never know when the Rangers just might decide to spin the wheel again uh they don't necessarily have a a set schedule for it it's just you know whenever the moon strikes a certain way they just like to spin it uh so but at least so basically what i'm trying to say is uh check those last game lines at dauber hockey's frozen tools before you add him but as long as he is still skating next to panarin he's only six percent six percent rostered right now he's also a triple threat eligibility so for the love of moose vasco pick up barclay goodrow as long as he's skating next to panarin still Moving on to my defensive streamers, our top defensive streamer pick this week is Cam Fowler of the Anaheim Ducks. And this one is a slam dunk or a tap-in, if you will. We don't have a ton of rules for defensive streamers here on the stream scheme, but we do at least have one very important rule. When someone is on the top power play and they have a good schedule, we pick them up. We don't ask questions. We don't look at advanced stats. uh, And we don't think twice about it. And right now, Cam Fowler is unquestionably the number 
number one guy on the power play for Anaheim. Again, if you look at Dauber Hockey's frozen tools, last game lines, it was Fowler. Last three game lines, still Fowler. So I'm rolling with Fowler this week, who is as hot as can be. He's got four points in his last two games. Yes, that's right. You heard me. Four points in Fowler's last two games. Now, of course, before that, Fowler only had one point all season long. That's also true. They can both be true. Multiple things can be true. But hey, Fowler is in the deployment where he has a decent chance of scoring a couple more points for us this week, especially when he has a great schedule. He plays four times with one light day. It's easier to fit defensive guys in there those on those super busy days. So pick up Cam Fowler this week. My second defensive streamer pick this week is Oliver Ekman Larson of the Vancouver Canucks. And OEL is actually someone who's been on my team all year long. He's very frustrating. At first, he had a couple of points and was doing good, getting good minutes. And then Hughes got injured. And all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, was Ekman Larson like a sharp ad by myself? I was ready to pat myself on the back. But then even though he was getting better deployment, he stopped scoring, and then Hughes came back. And then I'm like, well, I guess I can drop him now since he's not producing and he's not on the top power play anymore. His minutes aren't as good. But then he gets a point the other day, and now his team has one of the best schedules of the week. So whatever. I guess OEL is going to be stuck on my team for at least one more week so why not share in my suffering he's still only 17 percent rostered so join me in having oliver ekman larson disappoint your team this week my busy week streamer of the week is eric hollow of the new jersey devils not unlike the rangers the devils also have a random wheel in their front office that they spin on a semi-regular basis to determine who gets to play with their star player uh, in this case jack hughes last week it was our good friend tater salad uh this week it is also our friend uh we've got a lot of friends in case you're wondering okay We've been doing this longer than anyone else, and don't you ever forget it. But yeah, Eric Hollow is a dear friend of ours, and he'll be getting a Christmas card this year. And hopefully he performs for us this week as he now has a chance to skate next to Jack Hughes. Now, he's also center and left wing eligible. That's always fun. And even though they play on all four busy days this week, Hey, at least he plays four times this week. So if you're someone who like dedicates an open starting spot on your team uh, all week long and can fit him in on those super heavy busy days of like Wednesday and Friday this week, and then he's only 12% rostered right now, so he's in a great spot. So pick up Eric Holo. <laughs> My shallow league streamer of the week is Logan Couture of the San Jose Sharks. He's not on the top line in San Jose, but he's still getting top line minutes. And obviously Couture is a fixture on that top power play for the Sharks as well. And Couture is hot recently as well with three points in his last two games and six points in his last five games heading into his game on Saturday the 19th. So just great stuff all around for Couture really. I don't know why he's still just 32% rostered. So I think in a week like this where streamers are tough to come by, if you can fit Couture in on Monday, then I think you should definitely pick him up in all types of leagues. Points leagues, cats leagues, shallow leagues, just don't be a clown league, so pick up Logan Couture. 
My goalie streamer of the week is a very easy one. It's Pavel Frankuz of the Colorado Avalanche. And yeah, I can understand why not everyone quote-unquote got the milkman pick last week. I mean, they're still wrong if they disagree with it. I'm just saying I understand and can respect their opinion. But I have a feeling we are all going to agree on Pavel Frankuz this week, and the reason is simple. It looks like Colorado is in a clear 50-50 timeshare these days, and unfortunately for my fellow gorgeous uh, Georgiev managers, that would be probably the best case scenario right now, as Frankuz is outperforming Georgiev as of late, so who knows? I just mainly want Frankuz this week because the Avalanche play four times, so I know Frankuz is pretty much guaranteed to at least get two stars. But who knows, Frankuz could always play his way into the starter role, or Georgiev could always play his way out of it. But either way, Frankuz is still only rostered right now at just 33%. So even I, even your boy Davey B, would pick up Pavel Frankuz this week. Up next, we got some streamers that are truly ludicrous. Let's get it. ship for ludicrous speed. Fasten all seatbelts. Seal all entrances and exits. Close all shops in the mall. Cancel the three-ring circus. Secure all animals in the zoo. Give me that, you petty excuse for an officer. Now hear this. Ludicrous speed. Sir, had you better buckle up. Now buckle this. Ludicrous speed. Go! My first ludicrous streamer pick this week is Travis Boyd of the Arizona Coyotes. And only in Arizona could someone bidding Primo Deploymento yet still be a ludicrous streamer. But that's exactly what we have here in Travis Boyd, who is playing on the top line and top power play, skating alongside the only other forward in Arizona who deserves to be rostered in Clayton Keller. So, I mean, the Coyotes have to score some goals this week right and theoretically someone getting primo deploymento should theoretically have the best chance of getting in on said goals so regardless of the outcome trust the process here while travis boyd is just two percent rostered and pick up travis boyd this week my second ludicrous streamer pick this week is Alexander Barabanov of the San Jose Sharks. Now, this one was pretty close between him and his ludicrous streamer teammate and friend of the show, Kevin LeBanc, and he gets an honorable mention here. We're all about honorable mentions this week. Remember that, you know, when my picks go over 12 this week, I'm sure. But yeah, uh, Alexander Barabanov is the pick this week. While LeBanc may have him outranked at even strength, it's Barabanov's deployment that I would prefer as Barabanov is on the top power play in San Jose. Plus, it looks like Barabanov's minutes are actually consistently higher because of that top power play, despite LeBanc being on the top line. But you can't go wrong with either one of them. They're both ludicrous dreamers, but I would prefer Barabanov at just 2% rostered this week. So there we have it. To recap, our streamers for the week starting on Monday, November 21st, 2022 are the following. Forward streamers Adam Henrique, Ilya Mikheyev, Shane Pinto, Cole Perfetti, and Barclay Goodrow. 
Our defensive streamers are Cam Fowler and Oliver Ekman Larson, a.k.a. O.E.L. Our busy week streamer of the week is Eric Holler. Our shallow league streamer of the week is Logan Kotor. Our goalie streamer of the week is Pavel Francouz. And our ludicrous streamers of the week are Travis Boyd and Alexander Barabanov. Good luck to everyone this week. Feel free to hit me up on the Keeping Carlson Patron Discord server. Check out the Stream Scheme channel over there. Or you can find me on Twitter at NHL Stream Scheme. And make sure to follow Ben and Lewis at KK, And obviously follow at Keeping Carlson. And tune into their Megapod every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you everyone for listening. And don't forget what the legendary Moose Vasco once said. The future belongs to those who believe in their streams. See ya!